What's up, y'all, and welcome into the Jack Vita and Stephanie LaGrosa Kendrick show. Hello, hello. Steph's back. I'm back. We've got a, a big guest who will hopefully be joining us a little later today. Uh, and that guest is none other than the Big Brother legend and one of Stephanie's uh, for, uh, fellow faithfuls from season one, That's Rachel right. Riley Viegas. Rachel That's will right. join us in a little bit. We've also got an episode later this week uh, with Rachel's sister, Alyssa Riley Slater. And Alyssa, of course, played Big Brother, so that'll be a really fun conversation. You guys won't want to miss out on that. So here's a couple order of business before we get into today's episode. First and foremost, if you guys are watching us here on YouTube, I want you to hit that like button, and I want you to hit subscribe and turn on the notifications. I was looking at our YouTube analytics, and about 97% of our 1,600, 2,000 viewers or whatever we're getting are people who aren't even subscribed to this show. So take a second, hit subscribe, and then turn on notifications so you don't miss out our on our future episodes because we're going to be doing this all season long, right, Steph? That's right. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are found. One other thing, I want to get some crowd interaction. Next week, I would love it if we could inter answer some of your questions. So if you're watching us, leave us a comment here on YouTube and ask us a question and maybe we'll get a chance to answer it next week. Stephanie, of course, our expert analyst who played <laughs> this game before, she'll answer your questions. So leave that comment, hit the like button, hit subscribe. All right, Steph, let's get into this. How are we doing okay. today? We're great. How are you? We are wonderful. And they finally got a traitor. I can't believe it took us as long as it's taken them. It seems like the show is half over and they finally just got a traitor. I mean, I, I, I can't believe it took them this long. And then I compare it to our season. And I think this was the number episode that we got Cody. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. You guys got Cody at the start of episode seven, which was like a cliffhanger from episode six. This was episode six. So it's the same stage in the game. Both the first trader taken out, both big brother winners. What gives? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Those big brother traders. I don't know. They're not that good at lying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on with them. Maybe they're too nice. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, Dan reminds me a lot of Cody. Of course, I never knew either of them before. I, well, I don't know Dan at all, but I didn't know Cody at all before I had played with him. And they kind of remind me of like similar personalities. I could be wrong. I don't know. I never saw either of their big brother um, extravaganzas. So <laughs> it would be a good question for us to ask Rachel later on, because I know Rachel knows yes. both of them pretty well in real yes. life. Let's talk about where Dan went wrong. First and foremost, where did I think the first thing to say is this wasn't just a singular episode. Dan blew it in this episode. This right. has been something that's been building up all season long. First of all, playing the whole I don't want to give a name is like picturesque trader behavior. That was his first mistake. You've got to give a couple names or a couple of inklings. OK, I know you don't want to accuse people. But people were begging him. He was basically the only one that hadn't thrown any names out there. That was the first big mistake. Um, the second huge mistake, and Parvati was totally on it. 
she was like, listen, I think we should play it safe and just try to eliminate someone that was inside of the house that didn't even have a chance to win the shield. And he was adamant that he was going to take his chance and that whatever Peter told him, Peter's not that smart. And he took a chance and voted for someone that was in the field that obviously got the shield. And Peter's plan was brilliant and it worked. And Dan was so wrong, which I called, by the way. Um, and Poverty tried to warn him. So she was she was on it. She was, I mean, because that's like typical survivor behavior. Like that's what you would do in the game of survivor just to try to throw somebody off. Um, so Poverty was on it. <laughs> And Dan was not. <laughs> Who would have thought that Peter would be turning into Boston Rob on this show? I mean, I know you didn't see him on The Bachelor, but a few years ago, he kind of got, he didn't, he, he's on a redemption tour right now. He's kind of redeeming his name. He wasn't the most popular person, but that's a fan base that always has outrage against somebody, it seems. That's like Ari. And, I mean, Ari was redeeming yeah. himself on, uh, on the Traders, too. I think Peter's doing even better, though, because I think Peter is Ari from the viewer perspective. It was like Ari's a good guy. He's not a jerk. He's right. But Ari didn't seem like he was some driving force in a lot of the strategy and gameplay. Peter is. He's taking control of this whole thing. Peter's brilliant. But you know, what's kind of odd, too. Like they recruited Ari. Now they're trying to recruit Peter. And that being said... And I don't want to call it because I called it with Dan, but I feel like he's going to say no. And he's mm. not going to accept the invitation because really? he's so faithful and he's so into the faithfuls that I don't think he would turn on them like Ari did on us. And then Ari still got, you know, his throat slit in the end by good old Sari. I think he's going to take it. I think that you've got to take it. You've got a much better chance of winning if you are a traitor. I, I know. He recognizes that he's been playing a great game, and I'm going to make a. I'm going to say something here, and we'll get back to Dan in a little bit. Yeah, I think this is a bad, bad decision to recruit Peter. You know, I didn't know how I felt about it. It's almost like you would think Dan's hands are tied. He either accepts it or he's done. Um. And they always say, like, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. And that's what Parvati's trying to do here. Um, Parvati, her fate's already sealed. Like, they know she's she's one of the traitors. It's, like, obvious. That I don't even think is editing. So they got Dan and, like, Parvati's next, basically. So you can kind of see the progression. Um, even if they bring Peter in, Parvati's still next. I think. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it's the perfect, they would never suspect him because they think he's such a faithful. So I think it's a great play for him. I don't know about poverty. Right. Do you, Phaedra has a little, Phaedra has some heat on her now too, though. So I feel like they're playing this like it's a team game. It's like as if we get Peter, then we win as the traders. And this is an individual game. Traders can backstab each other. I don't see why Peter would all of a sudden, like, Peter could take this bid to join the traders and then just say, all right, let's get Parvati out. Let's get Phaedra out. He can 100%. bring in his own 
friends to be the traders with him. I don't see how this is a good move at all. I think the move that you make is let's bring in somebody that people suspect and then try to throw them under the bus to buy myself some time. So maybe it's CT. Maybe there are a couple other people that people might be suspecting. Maybe someone like a Sandra because Sandra is a gamer. Right. <laughs> that's, right. That's the move I would make. I try to find yeah. someone else. Yeah, I, I, it was interesting that they wanted to bring Peter in. And it was kind of funny. I was watching it with my son and he's like, oh, you got to recruit Peter. Like it was his, he totally called it too. And I was like, why? Why would you do that? And he's like, because no one would suspect that. And now they want to watch him like bury his own people. And I was like, right, but why? Like, what does that do for them? Right. Because they're still in the hot seat. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. We should ask Rachel who she thinks they should recruit. We will ask Rachel. Uh, speaking of Dan, I think that Dan and Parvati, this is a, a poor episode for both of them in terms of how they played it. Um, Dan, I mean, it's has been a long time coming. I don't really know where Parvati, I didn't, the show didn't show us throwing them showing uh, Parvati's name all that much no. until recently. No. But I thought Parvati, both of them, their reactions to being accused, I thought were very, very poor defenses. Well, here's the thing. And until you've been in that position, it's very hard to say like, oh, I hated the reaction. Now, Parvati did not defend herself well when they were in the kitchen. And he was like, yeah. come on, give me something. He's like, I'm trying to give you the opportunity. She and that could have been editing, but basically she didn't say anything that good or they would have aired it. But what I will say is her reaction to being called out was fantastic because she did not get defensive. She did make light of it. She stayed very cool and calm, like at the round table. She cracked me up walking into the library being like, so what are we talking about? Like, it is so awkward when you're the odd man out and you are not in the alliance and the door closes and it's like, no, you can't come in. We're talking about you. Trust me, I've been there. That is awkward i've been on both sides of it. i've been the person talking about people where you feel like oh this is so awkward and i've been the person being talked about and you're like oh this is so awkward and for her to play it and make light of it that was actually comical and hilarious because someone like me like i wear my heart on my sleeve and if you're talking about me and gunning for me i'm like heated like i cannot play it cool she played it cool dan she didn't defend herself well but she played it cool Dan on the other side, and that could have got heated at the table. That could have flipped very easily to Parvati and not Dan. But because Dan got a little heated, started throwing out names, Phaedra. I don't know what the hell. I mean, the point of that was, but now she's in the hot seat. And by the way, she was phenomenal. The way she defended herself, we'll talk about that. And then Parvati, I mean, it just made him look more guilty almost. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, all of a sudden you've been watching one person the whole time and if Phaedra, the one that no one's been watching. Yeah, you're definitely a traitor and she probably is too. But Parvati, I enjoyed actually in that episode. Like she, oh, I she enjoyed was, her. The way she, you know, she didn't defend herself well. And that's hard. That's hard. Like when somebody says, just give me what I, even me, like I didn't want to be a traitor because if somebody would have said that, I probably wouldn't have had a good. Cause I'm not good at playing who I'm, I'm not, you know, Sari would have been perfect at it, you know? Um, but I don't know. Parvati's so, going next. Parvati's days are numbered. 
I'll tell you why I don't think she played it well. It was entertaining for certain. Very it's, entertaining. If I don't know about you, I mean, you. I guess you just said it. Myself, I think most people, when you get falsely accused of something, you don't just say like what Dan's doing, where he's like, "I get it, it's cool." It's like, no, no, right. I'm not a traitor. Like, listen to me. Like, I know, I'm but not... that can look very guilty in this position. I've I seen think it people... looks worse if you don't try to, like, if you don't have some kind of, like, seriously, you're accusing me of this. And I thought Parvati's defense was very poor when she's with Peter. It was like a gaslighting, like, I think you're the traitor. I'm oh, yeah, that was you. Yeah, that was such an easy deflection. But there's people like Michael that got so defensive that it made him look even guiltier. Yeah. And then people are just like, even if you're not, we just got to get rid of you to eliminate any, they called him negativity. I loved Michael, never even voted for him. Um, they just wanted to get rid of the noise, basically. Yeah. And I mean, like there was a scene where Peter was, Peter was so good in this episode. He's, I think what Peter's doing here is I'm going to make, he, he became so braggadocious when his plan worked and yeah. he was so confrontational and yeah. I think he was forcing the hand of the traitors because it's basically like, okay, you, if you murder me, you're going to expose yourself yes. as being right, which I think is a great strategy for him. It's obviously it risky, but yes, when he's in the car after the challenge, he says to Parvati and Dan, and he's like, are you guys just going to like, uh, will the murder tonight be painless is what he says. Yes. And that was hilarious. And Parvati, I thought... She's really, like, why are you like, asking me? Didn't she say, why are you asking me? Yeah, she was kind of like laughing. I didn't think it was convincing at all. I thought I thought Parvati was pretty weak in terms of her defense. And I mean, it was entertaining for certain, no doubt. Yeah. But then like there was a lot of scenes where she kind of comes in the room and she's like, why are you guys talking about me like you're talking about? I just don't think she defended herself well at all. She tried to make it a whole thing of like, okay, those guys got the numbers and there's an argument there, but I think it's obvious at this point that Dan and Parvati are traitors. Like this point, so I don't obvious. think we're saving it either of them. No. And my favorite line of the whole show was Sandra though. Like they all, they get a traitor. They're like getting their drinks oh, and she's like, so should we go see what the most faithful of the faithful are up to? Like it's, <laughs> hysterical I, I, I like because it's so obvious like immediately they get a traitor and here peter who i love is like come on guys my alliance in the library let's go <laughs> like it's like so funny like you could be a little less obvious even on survivor where you're on an island there are no libraries or kitchens or outside verandas there's nothing like you're literally there all together want to take a walk in the jungle that's it they're just like, come on, guys, my click over here now. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So awkward. It's so awkward. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the line of the episode. The other one I liked was when they're at breakfast and Peter starts telling everybody about his plan. He's like, I leaked this information. And Sandra just shouts. She's like, who did you leak it to? Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't to me. <laughs> my son is like, why is he telling everybody that? Shut up. Like, he's like, don't tell. He's like, now you're getting, now you're murdered. Like literally from the start of the episode, which I mean, I get, he's proud of it. And I get it was a plan and you need to, he could have said it a little less. I don't know. He was just kind of so like, yeah. and you know, yeah. I, I, I don't know because now he's a huge target on his back. So like he's going one way or 
or another. I mean, unless he gets accepts the invitation, he goes on to detective the hallway and wins. That's the only way he is not going. Other than that, he's done. Or he needs to have a shield the whole rest of the show. I don't know. I mean, I think his thought could be, it would be a foolish move for the traitors to murder me because then it'll be obvious that it's them. It's like, but if, if it's not right now, it's like the next time. Right. Like if yeah, he doesn't right. accept yeah. and he doesn't get murdered, like episode, what are we on? Seven is next. Yeah. going. He's murdered eight now. or nine. Like it's coming. Yeah, that's true. He I basically that, uh, put his whole life story out there. You got a season of showmen and show women. Like these people are very confrontational. They make good yes. TV. They call people yes. out at breakfast. It's been yes. so fun to watch. So and I fun. Think part of his play worked really well because look at how CT reacted to Parvati and Dan because yes. he says, I leaked this information to some people and CT's like, oh, you told me about it. And it's like, right. okay, we think you're a traitor. Yeah. And he, but see, like, if you're a traitor, you might not be like floating your name out to everybody like that. And then right. look at the guilt on Parvati's face. And Dan's kind of looking a little awkward. Parvati looks awkward the whole show. She's <laughs> always made the like lip face. Like she's always done that. Like that's like every time I've ever seen her on Survivor, she was on one of my seasons of Survivor. And like even looking across, like she was on the other tribe in the middle of a challenge explanation. She's that's how she like that must be her thinking face. But even when she's guilty, she's like, like, <laughs> and I don't know if it's all editing or what, but she looked guilty the whole show from the time they brought her in. And I'm like, how are they not reading this? Unless they are, and they're just not that happened on our season. Like we had Christian and Cody on a radar very early and they didn't once air that. So it looked like we were never on until we finally get Cody. And then Christian murders me and it looked like I was never really on to him, but he got rid of me because he knew I knew it was him, you know? So Mike could be editing. Could be. I don't know. I, I think that she's in trouble. Let's talk about Dan's defense here. I think the biggest blunder that Dan made in this particular episode, I mean, cause again, this probably, even if, even if he does things differently, he probably goes in this episode, maybe he stays another round, but they are eventually going to get him. This is a compilation of how he's played the game, how he's looked. And we'll have a lot of good questions. Ask Rachel about this, but I think the biggest blunder is why wait until the round table to start throwing a name out there. Because I mean, well, he totally got Phaedra. She, he blindsided Phaedra. Like, she was not expecting her name to be thrown out there, and neither was I. I thought he was going to throw Parvati out there. I, I thought he was just going to throw Parvati out there because I thought she was the pawn all along, and that's why they, yeah, you know, recruited her. Um, but Phaedra, I think, was supposed to be the big blind side. And I think he was secretly hoping last-ditch effort, like the whole tables were going to turn and Phaedra was going to get banished and not him. I don't know. I think that... that I was don't one know of those... why... Yeah, why not when he sits down with Peter? He's got a one-on-one -on -one with Peter before the banishment. And he just says, all right, hear me out. I'm going to throw out a name. And Peter's like, you're not going to tell me the name now? Right. And he's like, right. no, 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 just wait till the round table. I mean, how many times on your season were decisions actually made at the round table versus talking and strategizing before going into the round table? They're made. Your decision is made before you even walk in that room. And 
when Peter said, like, don't let him sway you guys. It was funny. He was the only one that voted Barbie of all people. He didn't even vote Dan. I don't know what that was about. He said, he's like, I know we've got the votes for Dan. And I'm just kind of like, I want us to remember that Parvati is also a traitor is basically what he said. So okay. it's kind of like Parvati, you're out next. This is going to planting the next. seed. Yes. Um, but usually, you know, the minds are made up before you walk in the room. Yeah. So I don't know why he is thinking I'm going to make this big grand TV moment yeah. where it's great TV. We love it. But I mean, I think if he had started planting that seed or if he had thrown Parvati under the, I think Parvati is a better play there anyway, because they're already suspecting Parvati. And right. I think, you know, he was, he keeps saying, I'm going to take my one shot. I'm going to take my one shot. Why not like right after breakfast, start going around and telling people, all right, guys, Parvati's a traitor. Here's why. And then right. you've got at least a little more time. And then they're like, Maybe they think, okay, let's get rid of Parvati. We're we're on to Dan, but we'll save Dan for later because he's th given us a name. And then, I yeah, I, I mean, there's something in the rules that says, well, I guess you can call out another trader. Never mind, disregard that. Because you, I thought you were supposed to kind of be like, see, we were the first season though, so. I think turning on traders was like kind of a frowned upon thing early on in the game mm. for a trader to turn on a trader. Could have just been my thought process though, from a game standpoint, I know that they can never say you're right. I'm a trader. Like that. You can never admit it and like give up, you know? Yeah. You can't, I don't think you can admit it. And then when you're booted, like, you can't you tell can't. anybody, like I can't be like, Jack, I'm a trader, but I'm going to keep you safe. You know, <laughs> which would be another good play. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> Joking. Yeah, they can't tell people that they're a traitor. And then with that, they cannot, like Dan in the Circle of Truth can't say, Parvati and Phaedra are the other traitors. Like, they're right. not allowed to do that. Right. But he was doing that. I don't know. It's basically what he did he at did the round table. Some it felt similar to what Ari did with Sari, where he's trying, he's, he knows he's out and he gives a little wink, wink of like, See, hey, Ari didn't, I feel like Ari didn't say anything. Well, he said I was recruited late to hint that someone brought it. There is another trader around here. Cause I, I was recruited late. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Unless Dan it got says, edited. Yeah. Dan says that, Phaedra, he lays out this compelling case for why Phaedra is a traitor. And people just kind of laugh at it. Like, at least Kate. Kate's the first person to jump in. Thank God. she. If, if Kate didn't deflect there on her behalf, I think maybe some suspicion could have set in. But Kate was like, that's your argument? Really? Oh, extra? Having a fiener? Like, Kate comes in handy there. Big time for Phaedra. For Phaedra. But... Trishel says in a confessional, she's like, I think Dan was throwing us a bone there. Oh, Trishel's onto it. Trishel yeah. is onto it. And CT's onto it. Sandra's onto it. Like now it's going to start getting rocky because they definitely know poverty. They've already got one guy. If they're smart and know the game, they're going to start to say, okay, there's three. One's down. They're going to recruit somebody else. There's probably either two women left. Well, poverty's one. It's either a woman or a man. 
Dan said Phaedra. He wasn't trying to throw us off. He knew he was in the hot seat. I don't know. I think Phaedra, and she's one of my favorites, is in hot water. I think it's great TV, though. I mean, it'd be cool to see the Faithfuls actually win this time. I know, and that's why I don't think Peter's going to accept it, because he's like, gung-ho, I don't even care if I lose. I'm in it for the Faithfuls. He's one of the most faithful of the Faithfuls, (laughs) as Sandra would say. I'm telling you, I don't think he's going to accept, but I think you can only recruit or murder. So if he doesn't accept, there's no murder that night and there's no recruitment. So now they have to leave it up to the next time. And if he can win a shield, like they're all going to let him win a shield. because He's going to say, guys, and I said, no, I have to win a shield. Please let me win the shield or I'm getting murdered. So they're all going to band together. And they're going to be like, the next one is poverty. They tried to recruit me. Like, he's starting to figure it out. He he has this thing figured out, and it's really interesting. And that group that we mentioned, the his most faithful of faithful. Of the faithfuls. It's him, John, Berge, Kevin, and Trishel is randomly and, kind of in that mix. And CT, right? I didn't see CT in there. It looked like CT was, uh, then they showed like the other group that well, goes into the room and it was like all the women at the bar and CT. And it was CT. like CT with like Phaedra, Parvati, Sandra, Sheree, and Kate and MJ. Well, CT's, CT's smart. So is Sandra. They're very social. And yeah. Sandra is making her around. She's very social in with everybody. But CT's really in with Trishel. So they're probably yes. like, let's divide and that's conquer. True. Hear what you can hear here. I'll hear what I, that's what Rachel and I did. Like it never looks like Rachel and I were together until we, until the end. Yeah. Until the end. It was always like divide and conquer and see what you can hear. So that's so, what they're doing there. Um, so those are the, and Phaedra loves CT. She's a secret crush on CT. <laughs> she was like holding his hand in this episode at one point during the water thing. By the way, can we talk about Kate absolutely hated, hated that challenge when we had a similar challenge in our season. And that was like her first challenge back. Welcome back, Kate. Karma is a B-I-B-I-T-B. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Kate. Mm, gosh. Remember? She was like, that. we did the barrel, she's throwing the money out. And I got to give Kate credit. She could have taken the opportunity for the shield and been a real jerk. And she didn't. So Kate... Being a mom has made her nicer. Do you see this? Do you see this? The old Kate would have been like, screw you. I'm taking my chance for the shield. She didn't do it. <laughs> Proud of you, Kate. That was a nice Good thing job. to do. Good job, Kate. We like to see the uh, character growth and development. There. Yes. Yes. Her baby has made her slightly soft. It, it is, was her first episode back, too. She probably didn't want to come out like blazing guns. So... She's easing her way into there. Don't worry. Kate will have plenty of time to slit throats. I promise you this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to mention this catapult catapult challenge is so it's pretty much the same as the barrel challenge, just a different variation of it. Right. Trying. Right. It's the same thing. And let me tell you something. When you go across that water, that water is freezing cold. Those rocks, you're stepping on rock, rocks the whole time. They are slippery with tons of like whatever that stuff that makes it all slippery fungi or whatever's on them. I mean, you saw people just going down and Phaedra was scared for her life and CT had her, he like had her hand, which 
her googly eyes were going. She was like loving CT even more. He was like her like knight in shining armor. Um, but that is like brutal because then you're wet and it's cold. Scotland is cold. So that's actually not that easy of a challenge. And they had to pull all that stuff. Oh my gosh. And it I cracks me up. That, I find that showmance between the two of them, one-sided showmance, hilarious. How much <laughs> older do you think Phaedra is in CT? I can't tell how old Phaedra is. She, I just think she's fabulous. I can't, I don't even know how old she is. I can't tell. I just think her skin is gorgeous. I love her hair. I love her lashes. I know she's a housewife. I've never watched her on the show. <laughs> I don't even know which one she's on. And I just think she's freaking amazing. I, she cracks me the heck up. I like everything about her. And then, then I found out she's a lawyer and she's actually smart. And the way she buries Dan at the round table is like unbelievable. I'm just like, oh my gosh, Phaedra for president next. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of Peter. I am still liking Peter. She could be the vice. They could be it together. President and VP. All right. So, so Peter is still polling well with Stephanie. Yeah. Peter is still up there, but Phaedra is like, really, she's like a close second man. (laughs) So I'm just loving her. Before we bring Rachel in, uh, we were talking about having an award for the most valuable player each week. And yes. this week, if if it's a we've decided that if it's if the award goes to a trader, we call it the Suri Fields Award. Okay. If it goes to a faithful, it go it's the Rachel Riley Award. Okay. So Rachel got an award named after her. We'll tell mm-hmm. her that when she joins us. Yeah. Peter's we'll got to be the Rachel Riley Award winner this week, right? Yes. Peter is definitely the Rachel Riley Award. 100%. All right. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. All right. Rachel's still not here. What should we talk about next? <laughs> well, who got the Suri Award? My girl, Phaedra. Claire. We don't have to do, we don't have to give out a award for both. Oh, yeah. Oh. I guess why not? Oh, we're giving. Oh, we're giving Phaedra an award. <laughs> she got it. All right. For, Phaedra gets the Suri Fields Award this week. A hundred percent. You're not going to give it to Dan. And Suri, I mean, and poverty was okay, but like, no, it's definitely Phaedra. Duh. Phaedra held her own. Very. I know. Well. We do need to give her credit. That was like, Dan was thinking the shock. I'm going to, I think his whole yeah. thought was, I'm going to catch all these, catch her off guard and she's going to be flustered. And then uh, he said on the post-mortem show, They've got that on Peacock where they kind of go a little deeper into why they plan their murders and banishments and stuff like that with the traitors. Yes. And he's like, I I didn't realize I was going up against the lawyer. So Phaedra was a practicing attorney. I don't know if she still practices law, but she. I don't know. But she's well-spoken, man. No, she did not. She's well-spoken. She is sharp. She, I really like her. You know, I do. And then they meet. In the thing, what's it called? A turbule, tur the turret. What's it called? Turret, the turret. And she's still playing the, you know what, poverty. She cracks me up. She's like, I'm. You're. She's in ICU, and wh- where's she at? She, she was like in the. She was like, where was she in the hospital? She wasn't in ICU. Poverty's in ICU. Like she's on her deathbed. Did you hear that line? I <laughs> no, wish I would have wrote it. Oh my gosh. She goes, poverty. I'm gonna let you decide because. She said something like, I'm checked into the hospital, but you're in ICU. I was dying. <laughs> I was like, she kills me. 
Because it's true. So she lets poverty decide and poverty then is like, I think we have to recruit Peter. Um, which ah, that just makes me nervous because I don't think Peter's going to accept. Be interesting to see what happens with Peter. So Dan yes. gets banished here. I found his reaction very interesting. Now you had drawn some parallels between him and Cody. Their yes. reaction in the circle of truth was very different. It was. Cody was ready to go. Cody, it was weighing on him heavily. He, in the show, even says, like, two faithfuls, as if he's a faithful. He's like, I just, I don't think I can do this anymore, guys. Like, because, you know, I think Ryan had just gone home, and him and Ryan were buddies, and Kyle Cook calls him out, and he takes that to heart, and then Sari calls him out in the turret. So it was weighing on him very heavily. So when he was in the circle of truth, he was like shaking and he had tears in his eyes and he like, it was like a weight. Had, I mean, I actually hugged them on the way out. Yeah, you I knew how like, he felt. You were kind of like momming him for a second there. Yeah. Because when I was on snake in the grass and they were like hounding me, like you're the snake, we know you're the snake and this is why. And I was trying to defend myself and it was done. I was like already dead in the water. It was <laughs> like a weight had been lifted, you know, once I had to admit, was I the snake or not? And that's how now Dan didn't have the same reaction. Dan, I think, was like pissed and didn't want to go. Um, but what can you do? You know? I think Dan was a good sport, I would say. I think Dan He was, was... but so was Co- I thought Cody was a good sport too. Oh, definitely. Just different like in what you're saying, Dan was really trying to do everything he could to stay there, even though right. we talked about how we think he could have done a better job of right. pleading his case and defending himself. Um, and I, again, I really think he would have been better off going for Parvati. I think Parvati was yeah. the better play. There's already suspicion there. Yeah. The Phaedra thing feels more like, it almost feels like he's accepting his fate and is like, all right, you know what? I want to throw the faithfuls a bone and it'll be more interesting if the faithfuls do it. The thing that I thought was interesting though he says he gives a little speech and then he kind of pumps his fist and says, have fun and, you know, good luck. That was cool. That was cool. Like he was like, good job. You got me like definitely good sport about it. Can't win them all. And he already knew he was done. So what are you going to do? Be like a sore loser. He said in the postmortem that he was he's like, it was strange. I actually felt happy for them. Like I was proud of them yes. for yes. getting faithful. So he did. And I could see. I could see that human side where like you probably felt that way on snake where you feel like a jerk for trying to screw everything up. And Oh yeah, totally. And then like, it's the game. Like he was given that part to play the traitor. I was given the part to play the snake and I didn't, you know, whether you wanted to be it or not, that was the part you're given. That's the part you have to play. Um, and it, you know, he did the best he could with the hand he was dealt and it didn't work out. So good for him for being, you know, a good sport about it. My mom thought when she was watching this, she thought Dan looked sketchy when earlier in the episode, Peter is meeting with Parvati and they just kind of show mm-hmm. a shot of Dan like walking around the hallways by himself. And I saw like, that. Doing? I saw that. I mean, that happens a lot, you know, and he probably really was walking around the hallways like, who do I talk to now? Like, who am I, you know, but could have been editing too. Makes him look even more guilty. It's curious to ask you, how long are those car rides to the challenge? Because they always show them scheming in the cars, which I feel like is interesting. 
everything was close, like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And you're always in a different car. It's always interesting because they pick the cars you're in. So it's always interesting to see who's in what car, especially as you start to try to figure it out. Like I kept a notebook of who I thought from day one was a trader and the progression. And rarely do they put two traders in the same car. That was interesting. They had Dan and Parvati in that car with, of all people, the guy that's accusing them, Peter. So that was like really funny. Not who else was in that car? There's four of them. No, not at all. Who was the fourth? Trishel? Sheree, maybe? Someone. Oh. I can't Wait, remember. Wait, it cracks me up. Sheree needed the shield. I'm like this. <laughs> it's like John needing the shield. Like, why do you need the shield? Yeah, or MJ. No one. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, your name hasn't even come up at all. You don't need the shield, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of feels like we're losing. We've lost a handful of the big characters already, unfortunately. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So this is going to be interesting. See who they get rid of next. Sandra is um, not very vocal, which it's funny. She's kind of getting the edit that I got. I I wasn't very vocal. Like I wasn't, I wasn't part. I w well, she had the FU match with Janelle. That was good. But other than that, um, she was kind of staying under the radar. Her name got thrown out there a little bit. And that kind of fell by the wayside. Now they're starting to kind of be onto the traders. So the people like the, the murdering of people like a BAM or like a Ryan Lackey is kind of over. Do you know what I mean? Now they got to start murdering people that are like onto them. So now you almost want to keep around the people like Shuri, who you think she has no clue what's going on or like, MJ. Kevin. That, or a Kevin. Now those people are sitting in a good spot because if they can get rid of all the traders and get to the end, they'll win. But are they onto it? Can they actually get the traders? Last week we had a conversation about who we would have liked to have seen come back from your season. And I thought of someone who I think would have been actually a really funny addition to this cast. How about Quentin? How funny oh. would it have been if they just dropped Quentin off and he either has a chance to kind of redeem himself after he was wrong so much on season one, or he just creates chaos by being like, I am confident that MJ is a oh. traitor. <laughs> oh my gosh. He was another one. He was like wrong, but he was so convincing because he was so well-spoken that yeah. it was like, stop talking because now you're like <laughs> directing us completely in the wrong direction. I mean, I love him. I love him to death. He's a great guy, but oh my gosh. Now, Kyle Cook would have fit right up this avenue because he's a yes. Bravo guy. He's great TV. Great he's TV. smart. He's well-spoken. He was on to it, which is why they got rid of him in my season. I could have seen them bring him back because you know, somebody like he just had a baby. You know, a lot of people forget, like, being a mom and leaving your kids to go do these shows is not easy. Now, no one feels bad for any of us because they just think we're living the life by filming TV shows. But you don't even know what it takes to get that life buttoned up so that you can leave for a day, five days, 10 days, God forbid, more than 10 days. It's a lot. There's a lot of moving parts. 
and Kate's not married. And I don't know her relationship with the baby's father, but she just had a baby. There's a lot of hormones going on. I mean, that's a lot to do that. So I do give Kate actually a lot of credit for coming back on the show um, with a newborn, you know, and she makes mention like, well, you're going to lose some, some more baby weight. Like, that's funny because it's true. Like Kate was this big on our season, you know, she's got a little more boobalicious on this season, if you will. I think she looks great though. I really do. So you made an interesting comment a little bit ago about how Sandra. So you would say Sandra reminds you a little bit of you from season one, what she's doing. Yeah, I feel like she's kind of getting an edit because because she's kind of. I don't want to say we're similar players, but we're not. From what I'm seeing, like I wasn't there to cause drama and make good TV by making outlandish statements and pissing people off. I was there to play the game. Um, and I don't like confrontation, but if I have to be confronted, I will defend myself. Um, I rarely am going to start a confrontation, though. I'm kind of going to sit back and hear everybody out. And I'm also going to be be friendly with as many people as I can be and, and get to know as many people as I can. And Sandra reminds me of that's the type of game she's playing. Yeah, I actually made that comment to a friend yesterday. I was, I was oh, that's watching funny. this episode making notes. I said, you guys are similar like if you guys played survivor i feel like you guys couldn't be more different maybe not couldn't be more different but you guys different like i mean you're a comp you're really good at the challenges sandra that's not really her forte but i think you guys are similar in terms of like you both have a strong personality and are good characters for tv and make great tv it's very authentic however it's never like artificial it's never like pumped in i'm gonna start a fight with someone so i can get screen time right i don't think either of you are thinking a whole lot along the lines of like how much screen time can i get it's more how can i win right. this game right and if someone confronts you yeah you'll stand up for yourself like which you you did a little bit of that on last season although we didn't see some of it on tv right um but you aren't going to be the person like the thing was that happened with sandra and janelle she like Janelle was the instigator in that. Right. She was like, right. drink that water. Like, I know you're, you're a traitor. You're a traitor. And then, right. And then Sandra just stood up for herself and was kind of like, right. I'm not having it, which is similar right. to what happened with you and Kate. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, Kate did curse me off on there at that round table and it did go a little longer than what we saw. Um, but same thing. Like you're going to, call me out and I'm not going to defend myself. Of course I'm going to defend myself, but I'm not going to call you out for no reason. I'm not going to just come after you. Um, so yeah, it does. It kind of reminds me. I often think back to heroes villains. If the tribes would have been a little more mixed, how that show might've gone, you know, cause Sandra and Rob and a couple of people were over on that yeah. villains tribe that, I do feel I could have worked very well with. And here I was on this heroes tribe, which the heroes couldn't wait to get rid of me for whatever reason. Um, so it's interesting. It's yeah. I've got a lot of thoughts on heroes versus villains in general. I'm one of the biggest critics of the season. I feel like a lot of people celebrated as like this, the greatest season of survivor. And I don't, I don't think it is personally, one of the things is I don't like the idea of boiling down and just oversimplifying and saying, this person is a hero. This person right. is a villain. Cause right. like they could have easily put you on the villains tribe and just said, you know, Oh, she's yeah. so mean in Guatemala based on right. how they edited you. 
Right. It just, it feels like an oversimplification of characters. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how they came up with that. Um, I going into that show was very worried because I was kind of out of the LA, if you will, spotlight. I didn't go to the survivor events. I wasn't with the in crowd in that sense. I went back to my normal everyday life. I worked. Um, I wasn't out there trying to be, you know, whatever, you know, in the public eye, I, I just went back to my normal everyday life and sales. And, um, so when they called me for that, I was very worried because I was like, I'm not in an alliance. People go in with these already made up alliances and I already knew it's a numbers game. And so I was happy to see a Tom and a Colby, you know, and old school people like that. But it didn't matter because I was already out with the Ruperts and the Amandas and the James and the so on. So it's, you know, and you're not supposed to pre-align and you're not supposed to call people and say, hey, I just got a call. Are you going on the amazing race? I'm going to be on it. Like you're not supposed to. It's in your contract. And if they find out, you can be sued. So like I didn't do that going into Heroes Villains. And I get on Heroes Villains and all the clicks are formed and I wasn't in one of them. So um, it's a risk you take going on these reality shows, you know? Yeah. And that's why I like the, the OG seasons better where it was just strangers who don't have any kind of yeah. relationship before. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it kind of takes you to the traders. You know, it's the same thing. Like the challenge, a lot of these shows, the challenge, you've got your big brother people, you've got your challenge people, you've got whatever you might have, but they're all going to have their little individual clicks. Same with traders. And it's a matter of like breaking into that click like Sandra's doing. Sandra looks like she's in with the housewives a little bit. And she's never met those housewives as far as I know. I mean, I don't think she has. Um, so it's like, can so. you break in? Yeah. Like, can you break in and get with their numbers or are you going to be on the outs? Sandra so. playing the best game of the faithfuls. Sandra calling out the most faithful. The faithfuls might be one of the best faithfuls, actually. Um, I think Sandra's playing a great game. Absolutely. And to her benefit, her name's been thrown out there like she could be a traitor, which is good because she then acts like a little bit of a shield for the traitors. So she's in a really good position. I hope she continues to play this way and just can get very far and hopefully pinpoint the traitors. Now, my question is, they recruit Peter. If Peter says no, do they get to recruit another person? Or is they that shouldn't. it? They should not, I would say. So that's where no, I don't I don't traders, know the rule, but I don't think that's, that's fair. I don't I don't know the rule either. And the traders already have a leg up. There's three of them. One goes down, you get to recruit another. If that one says no, do you get to recruit another? I don't think you should, because that's not fair as a faithful. And I don't know the trader rules. Like, does it say there must be up to three traders at a time until a certain episode? I don't know. Because if a trader wins again and he says no, and they get to recruit another one, I would be really pissed off as a faithful. That's all I'm saying. No, I think we talked about this a year ago of ways that they could improve this format. 
first of all, I think that there should be, you should be able to protect yourself from banishment in some way. The challenges I think should carry more weight. You should be able to, if it's a team challenge, you know, it'd be really interesting if it's like, okay, we only have, you know, half of the people want immunity or a quarter of the people want immunity. So it's not just one person out of 20. And then, then you have some kind of chance of like, you can save yourself in some way. There's always a chance for you to save yourself. I'd like to see that. Um, and I'd also like to see a greater reward for eliminating a trader because if you just get a trader, it's like, well, okay, great. Now they get another one. So where that leaves us back to where we started and now they're just less people. So I don't know. I don't think the whole reloading the traders is a fair thing. Maybe you do it at some point, but yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I need to watch UK and Australia because yeah, I think too. I watched, I watched the one where the one that they recruited ended up winning it all and cutting everybody's throats. And she was pretty and she was like half Asian. That was Australia. I think I watched that one. I, I didn't watch it. the UK one. And they came in right after us. So we saw that whole cast when we were like at the hotel. And I didn't watch that one. And I need to watch that one because I wonder if they have multiple times that they're allowed to recruit. Because it seems that the rules are all kind of the same for the US, the Australia, and the UK one. For the most part. Well, Steph, on that note, I think our guest is finally arrived and ready to join us. So, Steph, you want to give a nice little warm intro to who is joining us here? One of my most favorite faithfuls and confidants, who I still to this very day rely on very much, Rachel Riley is here. Oh, Rachel! You're so <laughs> um, besties for life. <laughs> <laughs> faithfuls for life <laughs> faithfuls for life deep down we're faithfuls for life yes yes and Steph did you were you able to talk about our big news on Thursday I have not I've been waiting oh. for you Rachel this is so exciting we're back we're back I'm here I'm here well I'll I'll let Jack take it away whenever he wants to just interrupt us <laughs> okay okay Rachel, thank you for joining us. Uh, do you want to do the, you could give the announcement now or do you, we can wait till later. It's up to you guys. Sure. So, I mean, Steph and I have a big announcement on Thursday. You guys have to follow us on social media. It's very exciting. Um, I mean, it's like probably as exciting as any other show we've done, I think. <laughs> it's basically like if you want to hang out and maybe party with us, you need to... <laughs> And compete with us, um, you need to tune into our socials Thursday. We are going live with a huge announcement. Huge. And it's really exciting. <laughs> and it's not just us. There's going to be other not, really cool yes. people. <laughs> That's true. It's not just us. Yes. But so we're the most important. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Right. But we're really, I mean, let's We're really, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So, Rachel, give out your Instagram handle. Steph's got hers on oh, yeah. the screen. It's at, at Steph underscore LaGrosa underscore Kendrick. Go ahead, Rachel. Sorry, at Rachel E. Riley Viegas. Very good. So make sure you guys are followed to these lovely ladies on Instagram. And there's big news. I can't wait to hear about it. Steph will probably, we'll probably talk about it on Friday a little bit on Friday's show. But you guys aren't going to yes. want to miss out. So make sure you guys are 
plugged into their Instagrams. Okay, Rachel, yeah, we're so glad to have you here. Yeah, we've got so, so many questions for you. Okay, shoot, Fire Steph, away. what do you want to ask Rachel first? I mean, Dan, how um, like bad did he shoot himself in the foot? I mean, it was kind of a long time coming, right? But like, what? What what were some of his downfalls for you? And then the ultimate. Okay. So I think for me, yes. Long time coming with him. I heard, and I've watched Janelle talk about this and I've watched some other podcasts about this, that he just never connected with those people like on a personal human level, which is a big red flag. If you're going to play traders, you need to connect with people on a personal human level, or they're going to think you're a trader. They're not going to want you there. It's like, the traders is the ultimate social game, right? So I think that's his biggest downfall that took him out eventually. But for this episode in particular, I think when he went after Janelle, I think that that was really going to be the nail in the coffin. I think he had to because he didn't really have any other options. But I think once he started calling out Phaedra and started calling oh. Poverty. It was like, what are you doing? Like, right. Don't go against Phaedra. Period. Like, no. She's not. This isn't Big Brother fourteen. She's not a rookie. Like, this woman is a lawyer for God's sakes. Like, she has a degree in arguing why she's right. So, like, that is a major downfall for him. And I think, I think everything we saw this episode was just him being. So dumb. I mean, taking a shot at Bergie after he was warned by his friends. Right. Trader turret. Right. Played it safe. You can't right. play this game where you're like, let's just take shots. Let's do this before. Yeah. You know, it's not even if Bergie was coming after him, he still had a chance to be like, let's turn the tables on Bergie. Right. It's like, Bergie, why are you coming after me? So I think like at the end of the day, he just made too many missteps. And it caught up with him. We love right. Dan. We love watching him play these games. But at the end of the day, like, I felt like maybe he, maybe it was too long for him, you know? Right, right. So I said the same. Like, I'm like, I cannot. I mean, poverty was like the obvious. Yeah. Her name was kind of out there. That's one thing. He brought her in anyway as a pawn. Throwing Phaedra out there. Is oh, he out God. of his mind? By the way, she's like one of my favorites. Do you like oh. love her? I love her. She's probably my favorite trader ever. Well, I mean, I've besides three, but like, of course she is her. fabulous. Yeah. Yes. But just her yes. being like in this show is making it for me. Like just her, yeah. everything about her. is Everything, amazing. her lines, her demeanor, her calmness. Now we will also like, I don't know Dan personally. I didn't know Cody personally until I met him on the show. Are they similar at all? Or no? I Or do they play a similar game? Yeah, I think yes and no. So Dan always plays this game in Big Brother where he's like, he's Dan, right? He's Dan Giesling. He's known for being this strategic mastermind. He played on Big Brother season 10. Um, and this was, God, what year was this? 2000 and I want to say 2008, maybe. And he came in and he was like, I can't win a competition. And he went into the diary room and was like, I'm throwing competitions. That's where we start seeing people on Big Brother throwing competitions. And that was Dan's strategy. Then we see like Dan buddying up with Memphis. Whenever there was a fight, Dan would always be in the background of the fight. So he plays this game where he's like, doesn't do anything. He's just kind of friends with people. He doesn't say much. 
He just kind of watches the game. But that's Big Brother. And you can't play traitors like Big Brother. Cody played uh, very similar in where he would watch the game. Now, Dan in season 14 was really good at this, this Dan's funeral that made him famous. Where it was like he was able to talk his way off of the block. Because all these people were new. They never, they didn't know what they were doing. Dan was their coach. He was able to like take a, you know, like it was like you were watching, you know, that like a baseball movie or something. You're watching it. It's the ninth inning. You know, they're up. There's three people on bases. They need a home run. They're going to get the win. It was like he stepped in to come into that. But like, again, can't do that in Traders. Like if right. you're going to do it, you have to wait. Or you have to do it before the ninth inning. If he would have done it before, I think when Janelle goes home, that's a big problem for him because then he doesn't have anyone to get to like, you know, throw the the traitor blame on. Um, I don't know. He just made so many missteps, and like until that round table to say anything was just yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah, it's the same. I was going to ask you, yeah. do you think Dan overestimated his abilities? That he was going for this big, trying to make a re- replicate the funeral of like, I'm going to make this big showing in front of everybody where why isn't he just saying to Peter? Peter's like, why don't you give me a name right now? And he's like, yeah. oh, just wait till the round table. Yeah, ridiculous. A hundred percent. And then at the round table, he goes after Phaedra, which doesn't make sense. <laughs> the thing is, like, I wonder if he would have gone after Sandra and he would have targeted Sandra and the blame was already on Sandra. Sandra got in a fight with Janelle the banishment before. So can he turn that around in another world? Could he turn that around even with everything against him? I wonder, I do wonder that because I think Sandra would have been thrown for a loop. Um, and people might've thought that that was like a traitor reaction. Right. I don't know. I think it's like, it's hard. Yeah. And that's what we were talking about earlier. Like the way you react to things can be very like guilty. Yeah. And the way that Phaedra was just so calm and collected and cool, you know, like she was just phenomenal. And then Parvati did not do that good of a job defending herself to Peter in the kitchen, but Poverty she, in that kitchen. I don't know what she was thinking. She's like, I know. Well, I think you're not a traitor. It's like, I, no, like take it. Say, I see what you're saying, but I want to like put this in like something else in someone's ear. Like, right. I don't understand why none of them have gone after Sandra just in general, because I'm like, she's the best person to them for them to target. She's a survivor. She's won twice. She, right. Right. She would be a perfect traitor. Yeah. Be a perfect trait. She was not on the side with all the faithfuls, right? She was on, the, she was inside. So yeah, like, I just can't, I don't understand. They're just making misstep after misstep. Even just the fact that for that challenge, they didn't have a traitor outside. Like I remember Steph, I was saying this in another podcast, every single time we would do something, the traitors would be with one of us. Like they would always. Yes. I said that already. Yeah. Always. And we separated a lot. You and I. Yeah. Yes. And, but we would always have a traitor with us. Like if it was Christian or or Cody, there was always a traitor in every room Yes, they divided and conquered. Exactly. Yes. They would never let a challenge like that happen, I don't think. No. And for them all to be, I said that too a couple podcasts ago. I'm like, the fact that they were all inside the house. Was it last week? Yeah. Yeah. It was when they were going for the shields. You were like, the traitors should be going for the shields. Yeah, that was ridiculous. 
A hundred percent. So that was a huge mistake. I mean, Dan taking a chance and taking somebody out that could have potentially got, I mean, poverty at least called that, right. <laughs> you know, no, she tried sure. to tell him. We did that on season one all the time. So I don't know how they like, didn't think about that because I remember like, and I guess I asked Janelle if Peter had ever watched Trader season one and she said no. So Peter had like just thought of that on his own, which is great. Wow. Good for Peter. Yeah. I know. But like, um, I felt like when they did that move, anyone that had watched Trader season one would kind of should have caught on to that. And I would assume if Dan and Poverty are going in that they would have watched Trader season one. And maybe that's why Poverty did say like, Dan, I don't think we should just yeah. in case. And she was like, then why would he tell you? He's lying to you. Right. 100%. That means he didn't get the shield. Yeah. Dan's like, I don't think he's that smart. I'm like, oh, I think that's a bad move. Yeah, Rachel, is this this is something you're saying? Is Dan just treating? Was he did he underestimate the people he was playing with, thinking that these are the same kind of amateurs that were on that second season of Big Brother they played with, where he was a coach, he was like looked at as someone supposed to lead these people? Yeah. I think yes and no. I think part of Dan, I mean, Dan hasn't played in ten years. Like he hasn't gone on any shows. He hasn't been yes. in the world. He's been doing his Twitch stuff. He's a dad. He's you know, been ma he's married. So, I mean, I think he just hasn't been thinking about it for 10 years. Now he comes out of retirement. He gets <laughs> That was my favorite line, by the way. I'm like, I should have said that. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> yes, you should have. But he gets into the show and he's probably thinking like, oh, here. that's going to blow my cover. He sees Sandra. He sees poverty. He sees all these people, he underestimated the Bravo people for sure. But then I think he overestimated playing with Poverty and Sandra and Janelle because I think he was thinking that they that they would play differently. So Janelle, mm -hmm. I watched that the postmortem and Dan was just like, I've played with Janelle and Janelle's playing the exact same way that she always plays. But what he didn't see was that Janelle was behind the scenes constantly turning up the gears to go target Dan, right? So I'm thinking like he underestimated Janelle and he overestimated the other people he was playing with. Yeah. I mean, Janelle, unfortunately she went home and that sucked, but she is the reason they got yeah. Dan. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. So a hundred percent. And I think like, I think Dan just, gosh, I think he just played to, he just played this game where it was just too safe, too safe. Yes. Didn't know what to do. He's not, used to the game i get it like it's not big brother so you have and big brother's 100 days like it, you know yeah it's a long time so long. Like, the traders that was the first thing that you and i always talked about stuff we'd be like oh my god someone's getting banners someone's getting murdered like, right right so quick we don't we didn't have time to talk no we barely had time to strategize now rachel do you think it's a good idea or who do you think they should have recruited like the recruiting peter now she leaves it up to poverty do you think no. that's a good plan or who would you have recruited I love it. And I think that it makes sense. I see why, why she went in that direction, but I think that's poverty's big misstep because I think she should know, she should know better that he's never, ever going to turn on the faithfuls. I don't think he's accepting. Do you no, think he's going to accept? Never. I don't think so ever. No, because you know why he's not going to turn on the faithfuls. He, that's what is, I said. He's so proud of himself for this big unveiling. That's what I said. That's what I said. He's He's on a high. It's the same day as that banishment. So he's on a high from catching Dan. They're all around. They're all talking about how traitors are so bad. They're the bad guys. Peter yes. doesn't want to be a bad guy. 
So he's not looking, he's not a gamer like thinking, this is a good way for me to get in with the other group. He's thinking in, and everyone trusts him because he just had this. He's not thinking like that. He's thinking like, you know, these are the bad guys. We're going to get them all. Yeah. And the faithfuls are going to win. Yes. Yeah. And he's okay. thinking that there's still a lot of game left. I think Trishel would have been the play here because Trishel is that a pawn that is in the same group of those guys. She's with Bergie. She's with Peter. She's with, I mean, like, Everyone likes her. Everyone trusts her, but she's a gamer and she's like, she has the CT shield still because CT is, you know, uh, from the challenge, people aren't sure is he, isn't he, but like CT is her friend is Trishel's friend. So she has him. So if she, mm -hmm. she accepts it, nobody's going to say it's Trishel for sure. They're going to still go on poverty. They're still going to have the blame on Phaedra. They all think Trishel's a hundred percent. She's in that fake. I mean, what do they call them? The most is she is she there? Where'd she go? Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. She was just gonna say she's in the most faithful of the faithful alliance. <laughs> <laughs> she must oh, have Oh no. Rachel, she'll log back on. Okay, <laughs> yes. so see Jack, like you think he's gonna accept? I don't. I think he. I think he's gonna take it. It's you, interesting. You think oh, he has like, to. Rachel's back. Rachel's back. Yay! Yes. Yay! Rachel. Yay! She's back. So, yeah. So because you were going to say what Trishel? Because oh. why? CT is in the fate, most faithful of the faithful alliance. Yeah. Or he's he's in with the other people that are calling yes. them the most. Yes. A hundred percent. They're all in the I know. faithful alliance. And then most Trishel, everyone like goes with Trishel, Peter, Bergie, CT. Like they all, they're like, yes, they literally call themselves the most faithful alliance. Or of the faithful. Yes. Yeah. That was hilarious when Sandra called them that. And then that's what they are. That's what they yes. think they are. Yes. yes. I know. I love it. Okay. So I also do not think Peter is going to accept, but I do think he eventually will probably get murdered unless he can win a shield every time, unless they're like, okay, let's let Peter get the shield. I, yeah, I don't think he'll accept. I think he'll get murdered because I don't think that he's going to be able to pull that off. So what happens? They can murder or recruit. They recruit. If he declines, they can't murder, right? No murder. So there will be, so they'll go into breakfast, two murders that they missed. Okay. Go, then there's still only two of them. They'll go in and they'll be at a disadvantage because there's two of them. They missed two murders and then they have a full day. They go to banishment. Let's Hopefully say they get poverty. Poverty or Phaedra, whichever one they kind of like go for. But yeah, like Phaedra said, poverty's in the ICU, like for <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to go for poverty. So then if they get her, it's just Phaedra down to herself. Now does Phaedra get to recruit again or no? I mean, she should, but like if she doesn't get to recruit, she's like a dead man walking and the game's over. So there's going to be something yeah. that we don't know because it's a TV show. <laughs> yeah. They're going to mix it up. You have to think about like, like from production point of view, you can't just have like no traders and the game's over. Like they right. need 11 episodes. So whatever's going to happen if there's a shield, maybe there's like a, sh a traders can win a banishment shield. Like who knows, but like there has to be something where the banishment 
doesn't happen because they're also they're up one more faithful because Kate came in the game. They're That's definitely recruiting happens. again. They're they definitely to. recruiting again. Yeah. So I'm thinking that now if to the banishment and the target should be on poverty, but I who knows? They might for some she might be able to like somehow turn. Oh no! If he survives this, Peter, he's going after poverty. I mean, she couldn't even defend herself in that kitchen. Right. No, I don't think so. Yeah. So, but then Peter's going next. Like Peter will definitely first chance whoever Sadra and if she recruits gets a chance to murder. He's definitely getting murdered. Yeah, he's yeah. like he's a dead man walking too. As they he say. is, he took one <laughs> for the team. Yes, yes, if yes. Peter, question about Peter. So if Peter says, like, if he says no to this. And he has not season seen season one. Is he going to do the thing that Christian did and be like, guys, I got offered a bid. I didn't accept it. And will people believe him? Do you guys think he's just going to be? Well, that's a problem too, because I did think mm -hmm. about that because, but he doesn't, Peter didn't see season one. So if he doesn't know what Christian did, then he's going to walk in and he doesn't know Christian's a traitor. He's for sure telling them. And my, I think he's for sure going to tell them it was him. He didn't accept it. Anyone that saw season one is going to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's what Christian said too. Right. But he was so honest about his plan and it worked exactly according to plan that I think people might believe him. Christian was like awkward and didn't make sense. Yeah. And then went into like the contract and like me and you were like, what is he talking about? Like it did not make sense. I think we should have in that banishment, we should have hardcore dug into Christian and I don't think yeah. it enough. And e I think even if like, if you and I were hardcore into Christian and I think we could have swayed, I mean, I don't know, like who could we have swayed? I don't think we had three. We would have had a sway three. Three. And three was going with the numbers. Three was going with the numbers. But if three and Ari would have just been like throwing their hands in the air on that one, Maybe because Quentin was wrong every single time, so we weren't getting Quentin. <laughs> oh, and we weren't getting Kate because Kate just didn't care and didn't want. Yes, she was going to vote whoever was voting. Yes, yes. I don't think that we could have convinced them. I think it was just like I think I could have tried harder, but I don't know that it would have worked. We just didn't have the numbers. That was brutal. It's going to haunt us question. forever. Yeah. Another question about for you, Rachel, about Dan. Is he truly an introvert? I mean, you've known this guy for like 15 years, I imagine, like yeah. a really long time. I don't think he, I don't think Dan's an introvert, but I think he could be viewed as an introvert because I think like in real life, Dan, if you hang out with Dan, he's going to be the guy at the table drinking the beers, hanging out, talking when talked to, not like, he's not the like, Christian of the table that's like, Tell, guys, look at me. I'm dancing on the table. Guys, look at me. I'm doing beer pong. Like, he's not that guy. So I think Dan is the guy that you hang out with. You have the beers. You guys talk a little, but it's not, you know, it's not like, a, I don't think Dan is, is introverted, but I don't think he's like the Christian of our world, right? Where he's right. like in, in your face all the time. Um so I don't know if I would call him introvert, but I don't know. I think in these games, he that's his go-to. He has to be introverted in the game. Yeah. Interesting. So that's how he plays it. And obviously, like I said, you know, it, it seems a little bit like the Janelle-Dan dynamic. Was that similar to you and Cody with the pre-existing relationship um, and suspicion? Yes, I think so. And 
Well, so with me, with Cody, I think I always just had a vibe about Cody because Cody acted so differently. And then like Janelle said that she knew from the second that she talked to Dan that he was a traitor. Like she just knew in her heart that he was a traitor. But um, I think it's the same thing. Like they liked each other. I think they could, I think they tried to work together. Whereas with Cody, I don't think Cody wanted to work with me. I don't think he no. ever. No. Like he, he didn't even think of me as like someone he could work with. And you said that you're like, Cody, we were, I know your family. Like yeah. I've hung out with you. I've had wine with you or whatever. Right. Like you don't even want to work with me. We were on right. the same show. Yeah, yeah. That's weird. Whereas like three and I, I deep down kind of felt like she was a traitor, but I was like, I'm not going to say anything. Like we're going to yeah. work together. No, kind of thing. It was like an unspoken, which yeah. is kind of how I felt Janelle and Dan had. Agreed. You protect me. I'll protect you as long as we can. Yeah. And I then whereas you would have thought you Cody would have wanted that with you and he didn't. And he didn't. No, it was almost like I was a liability to Cody more than anything. So I think he wanted me gone. So I don't know. It was weird. I, I totally, I think Janelle and Dan could have worked together, but I think just because of how the cookies crumbled, like it just wasn't going to happen for them. Yeah. That sucked. Janelle. I mean, why couldn't they have gotten rid of maybe like Cherie or something? (laughs) (laughs) Or Kevin. Or Kevin. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of the show plays out. But I'm excited to get the quote where Phaedra said, this isn't The Bachelor. I don't have to kiss your ass for roses. So (laughs) I I think that this has to be this banishment, I'm guessing. I don't know. Yes. But that's and how about how similar is this to our season? We got Cody and they got Dan almost identical episodes. Now they're trying to recruit a bachelor. That's what they did. Ari. (laughs) I'm like, what is going on? We are the OGs, the original. They they didn't recruit Ari until. Yeah, it was late. Yeah, like a lot later. Because I felt like this because Janelle goes home like she went home. She was what? The fourth banishment. Is that right? Or was she at? Janelle was episode four. Yeah, but it was that episode the fourth four. banishment or the fifth banishment? Oh, actually, I think it was five. Sorry, it was five because this was episode six. Yeah. So it was episode five. And did they banish somebody in each episode? That's the question. I think so. Because we had so, Peppermint in the first episode get banished. Yeah. So then Janelle made it five banishments. Dan made it six. I think Cody might have gone on the We've got rid of Cody. Was he the fifth one that we got rid of? Is that how it was? So Cody Jack. was in episode the start of episode seven, which was a cliffhanger from episode six. So in terms of episodes, it's the same. It's the but same amount of episodes. episodes, right? Sorry, what? Did uh, our season ha- we had eight episodes, or did we have eleven? I think think you had ten. Did we? Oh. Hmm. We didn't have as many. They're going to have more. They have what, 11 <laughs> or 12? 11 and then a, and a reunion. So 12 yeah. total. I think you guys had 11 with the reunion. Uh, Rachel, how did you think Janelle yeah. played it? I know you and Janelle are good friends. Yeah. I imagine you guys have talked quite a bit. And Steph's good friends with Janelle too. But you are the, like we're talking about OG. She followed in your footsteps being the female big brother player on this season. How did you think she did? I thought she did as well as she could. The thing that sucks is that the people in the house didn't want to listen to her. That's how I felt a lot too. I'm sure Steph felt like that too. And we tried so hard. And then like, I felt like I felt that for Janelle. I felt like 
uh, she tried so hard to get in with them and she had an alliance. So she had a group of people that she, I think had like that wanted to believe her and wanted to listen to her. I just don't know what happened with that vote. I think maybe when Janelle went said, Oh, and it's CT and it's Sandra. Then I think in that vote is what turned it around. I think Janelle just goes for Dan in that banishment. And they say, CT's like on still maybe on Janelle's side. I don't know. It just, I thought she played as well as she could have. She was very aggressive with the shields. And I think maybe that did her in, but as my opinion, that made her look like a faithful. Right. Absolutely. So, I don't know why. I think that they just, I really just think that they didn't like how she played. And so they got rid of her because she was the easy person to get rid of. And everyone, nobody wants it to, to be them, right? Nobody wants it to right. be them. Nobody wants to get murdered, so they don't want to be wrong about the traitor. Um, I don't know why they weren't on, they weren't really gunning for Dan in that episode, but it was just like, I mean, Dan was walking like you know on thin ice for like a few episodes. Yeah, he was. But I think that was a numbers vote. They just went with the numbers. So too, yeah, a hundred percent. And I think this is the big problem too because when Janelle got banished. Um, MJ, who was it? MJ, Cherie, and someone else, right? Sandra, maybe someone else. They all went to Dan and like tattletailed. Yes. 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 So I don't understand. We never saw why MJ and all them would have done that with Dan because they didn't show us like a backstory for like that friendship. But I'm guessing there was some sort of like alliance or friendship or something that those girls wanted to work with Dan. I wonder if it's the Ek and Sue thing also, because uh, Ek and Sue and Janelle gotten in a fight, then Ek and Sue gets poisoned. Oh. So I think it was like, maybe Janelle just didn't have, like she had too much suspicion on her, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think to what yeah. you were saying, Rachel, I think it would have helped her if there were more, maybe if there were more gamers on the show, because it yeah. may be the type of people that be like, all right, we got to get that shield. Whereas right. some of these people who are from these other shows who don't have that background might view that as like, hey, you're being selfish. And it's like, I worry you guys that played her Survivor going... and Big Brother. It's like, well, no, I'm going for HOH or I'm going for immunity. Like, I yeah. got to do that to win the game. Yeah, but she went for like every shield possible. And I worried <laughs> that was going to bite her. You know, and I think sometimes people are like, why are you so worried that you're going to get murdered? <laughs> you know, Then that looks guilty. Like you could that be a traitor. Guilty too. Cause it's like, well, why do you think that they want to murder you so bad? Like, what are and, you doing? And at that point they were trying to find a strong female. Cause remember we were like, there yeah. has to be a strong male. There has to be a strong female. There has to be, you know, you're trying to figure all that out. Yeah, exactly. You start to think of anything. And with the Ekans, yes poisoning they could have thought of any reason why janelle janelle had just gotten in a fight with ek and sue and so right over the shield shield, and then it was like i think it was just like one of those things where if you you want to play this game hard you want to have a little suspicion on you so you don't get murdered but you don't want to have too much right because then you get banished banished. and you want to make your friends always like have your back yes Yes. Question for both of you ladies. We'll start with Rachel. Now, this is something that we got on social media. Uh, a Twitter user tweeted at Stephanie uh, a couple days ago and said, 
Oh, and this is Hunter Robinson on Twitter. If there's one thing a former hashtag survivor player is going to do, <laughs> it's outlast all of the former ah! Big Brother players on their season of hashtag the traders. Steph quote tweeted that and said, never thought of it that way, but you might be onto <laughs> something here. What do you think, Rachel? I know. I said, I said, does six hours really count? <laughs> right? Right? It was like, boom, boom. Rachel goes, 70 goes. That was it. I'm like, oh, that's true. Yeah. I mean, well, Serene took the cake for me. She yeah. like, you know. I know. I mean, that but that reminded me of like this murder with Phaedra and Ta uh, Tamara. Because it was like Phaedra just took a shot at a housewife so nobody would be on to her. Right. So, right. It, I mean, I think we're lucky Serene waited so long to take shots at us. <laughs> exactly. Because she could have taken them earlier. Yeah. And she knew that she needed... Quentin and Andy at the end because she knew that they were so easily brainwashed that yes. they not go against her. They were like, smitten for her. They, yeah, they knew were totally smitten for her. They would. Yeah. She, you and I would have been like, uh, "You're a trainer." Yeah, yeah. You're, that, we love definitely, you, but you, we, you know, right. So I think she had. She needed though. She needed to have them so that she could like get them on her side and win. Especially right. when how she did by the only person. I mean, seriously, you know, also with traders too, it's, it's a lot of like, how does the cookie crumble? You know, it's a, seriously like, what if one of us would have been recruited? That would have been a totally different ball game. Told Oh, a hundred percent different. I think if they would have recruited me or you, then Sari, I mean, I don't know. Like if we would have murdered like probably Ari or something. You know what I mean? It's just like, right. It's just, yeah, it's how, and then we would have been splitting that money. So right. it would just would have been a totally different game. Totally different game. And it's, well, it's just, it's just funny how, how it worked out. Like, yes, a survivor outlasted and the big, the two big brother, Cody and Dan. Went. <laughs> like it, I mean, it's just yeah weird how that worked out. I mean, that's not, the case. I don't think that's actually the case. Oh, well, to Rachel's point, I mean, Parvati will be out six hours after Dan, it looks like. So that's, it's literally the same thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's so, so funny. funny. Rachel, so funny. we're uh, curious to know as being, again, Big Brother winner, Big Brother icon, Big Brother legend, and one of the first two Big Brother players to ever play the Traders. So season three is coming up in a, we don't know when that'll air. Maybe it's a year from now. But who do you want to see from Big Brother as, let's say, you get two picks um, for the next season? I mean, I guess my sister. I think that would be yeah. Um, I mean, I would, I would like to see Taylor Hale play because I think she would be good. Daniel Reyes would probably be really good. I'm trying to think of these good strategic people. Like, honestly, I don't want to see Dr. Will. I just don't really – I'm not that impressed with him. I'm kind of over it. Like, he – I don't think is going to play a good game. He played great on Big Brother, but I don't think he can play the Traders. Um, I'm not impressed with Derek Levuser, whatever. I don't think he plays the Traders well. Um, How about two of the guys from your season, Hayden or Enzo? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we can have some, some meow meow jokes. Like, no, thank you. Let's play it out. Let's get a new line. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh. that's played out. Like, also, by the way, speaking of played out, Kate Chastain really needs to have, uh, like, some someone that she can, like, go against. Because her 
self-deprecation is not as uh, funny as when she no, right? it's not. I, I said motherhood has softened her. Yes, it is. Like, I don't know if like, I just feel like she, she needs me. Like she would yes. have freaked out if she, if I walked in there, she would have lost her mind. She but would have, like, she would have been like, uh, yeah, I exactly. thought Kevin was going to be her new you. I thought yes. her and Kevin. Was... <laughs> now what? Kevin would be the they're not even. Now, they're not yeah. even arguing. Yeah. No. Now they're fine, and it's like she's not. I know she's not going to go argue with Phaedra. She's not arguing with poverty. She's not arguing with like uh, Sandra or MJ. So I don't know who she's gonna. Who's gonna be the new Rachel? But she needs me. I'm like the fire starter. See, I'm redhead fire starter. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. They need to bring season three Rachel back. Right. We said I mean, that last week. We made the case yeah. for you, Rachel. We Thank said you. we should be the person we who did. got on instead. Thank you. Well, yes. I, the thing is, is like I, I'm crazy like Janelle, where I just go for stuff. I go for the shields, and then I like <laughs> go and do all these things to like just annoy people. And, <laughs> and it's like it makes for good TV because it's like okay, well, we can all just like you know call out Rachel or whatever. But like, I think yeah, they need it. They need me. It's something like I know. I think they do. I think they do. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where they get some of these people though, to be honest. Honestly, Cherie should have been so much better. Like she's a housewife. But I don't really watch, I guess, the housewives. Is she like controversial or anything on the show? Because she seems just so like quiet. And MJ doesn't yeah. even hardly talk anymore. Because from And Kevin, what did he ever do? No, I agree. <laughs> Kevin I get why they cast Kevin. He's very hot. Like, he's really good to look at. But, like, he... I don't get it either. Because I kept saying, like, he's from, like, Bling Empire on Netflix. So, I'm like, what do they do on Bling Empire? They don't do anything. They just, like, buy stuff. So, like, there's nothing to buy in Traders. So, there's nothing, like, to offer. You know? They need more gamer people is what they need. Because those are the people that are like, I mean, it was the same bananas went early because. Right. Or yeah. more drama like uh, Tamara. I think Tamara would have been good if she would have stayed longer. We didn't yeah. see a lot of her. Yes. But she, what we did see, she was like, you know, t- very talkative, very, uh, you know, onto it, onto what's going on. Um, I'm glad that Peter is because I think I'm surprised that he's you know, onto the, you know, onto the scheme and onto like the Dan of it all. Did you watch the season of the bachelor? Yes. Everyone watched pilot Pete. (laughs) I did not. I did not, but I really like him, but I heard he was not like a fan favorite. He's not a fan favorite on bachelor, but I think that everyone always like talked about him. He got a lot of like, you know, headlines and poppy things. And like, he does a lot in the bachelor community. So I think he's like, I love following like along with his journey, but on traders, I am shocked that he is able to be as like that game move he came up with. Yeah. Like, and he was so proud of himself for it. I think he's smart. And, but <laughs> yeah, even on the last challenge, he was the one putting together like the whole yep. sled thing. They had a pull the thing to shoot. Yeah. The, I mean, he's actually a smart guy. Janelle yeah. called it. She's like, you know, he's not just bad on the eyes. He's actually smart. Yeah. She said that. Yeah. I was like, oh, she called it. Um, what about like an old school? Of course, Boston Rob would be like amazing on this show because he's super strategic. Um, but what about like somebody like a Jerry? She might bring a little drama. Jerry might be good. I think um, like a Danny Boatwright, maybe. I just like yeah. her. Um, I'm thinking like... Rachel, did you know that Danny and Steph were on the same season of Survivor? I know. And yeah. You guys we were. Right? 
I mean, I haven't talked to her in years, but yeah, I mean, I don't have anything against her. She just beat me in the million. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think Danny, I don't think Danny would be dramatic. Oh, I no. think Danny is like a very like, I mean, you know her more than me, Jack, because I think you had her on. Yeah, I think I, she's Danny very good friends. She's similar to you. Jack, wait, like, I love that Jack, Jack's good friends with everybody he has on. Jack, I know. <laughs> I'm just busting your chops, Jack. But she's she's super like Christian, isn't she? Yes. She's very reserved, but and I reserved. I wonder if that would make her good at the social game of it all, because I wonder if she would be good at playing the social game. And that's how she won your season, Steph, because you should have won. But it's like, well, she didn't piss anybody off. Right, I mean, exactly. she was in a perfect position. Yeah. So I wonder if that would, if she was a traitor, if she would be someone that could even do it. Um, she would be great because she wouldn't go suspected. Right. No. At all. Suspect her. If she could be good at lying, if she was like me, forget it. She's done. Yeah. <laughs> true what about like um like kelly wentworth she might be good she's a good one she's a good old schooler yeah um she's not really old school but i'm trying no to, like you're well, thinking of wiggles you know who i kind of want to see but oh the newer one will happen but russell yes <laughs> i mean i know <laughs> but I know, but like it's Russell. Like he pisses everyone off that he talks to. <laughs> like, I think he would be good, but I think he would go early because I think he would annoy people. He would probably annoy people, but that might make him stay. I don't know. It would be interesting. <laughs> true too. Or like fair play. I think fair play. Yeah. Is oh my gosh. He really fair play would be so hysterical. Good. Fair play just, and Omarosa. Get them both. Oh, God. Oh, yes. for the love of God. Omarosa would be amazing. Omarosa would be amazing. Fair play thinks he, he is going to have a walk in the park doing this. I do a podcast with him, too. I would love yeah. to see him do it. But I think he's not going to do as well as he, like, thinks he's going to do. Because I, <laughs> I worry he would go, like... No, I worry he would go, like, bananas, like, very early. Yeah. He'd be done. Oh, maybe. But I don't know, because nobody, like... I don't know that I think bananas went early because poverty and um, well, Dan really yeah. Dan, like had a thing against bananas. So depending he's on a comp beast. Yeah, right, exactly. So depending on who the trader is, it's going to be, or if he's the trader, if he's a trader, he's going early. He's the obvious choice. Come on, <laughs> come on. Oh my gosh. I'm really excited for season three. Yeah. I want season three. You know, they put with like, like Sandra and, Parvati, there's kind of like a combo or combo package with the two of them because they went to the yeah. final three together. Sandra beat her. So let's do Rob and Russell together because they did that whole season where they had Boston Rob versus Russell. I think Rob, so let's have Rob, three. Rob would like walk off and he would leave Scotland if he saw Russell. Seriously. <laughs> and Russell, Russell would like kill to be on the show. Yeah, I'm sure. This is like right up his alley. But I think, that, oh my like, gosh. I really think Boston Rob would like leave. Scotland if he showed up and saw Russell. <laughs> like, He'd be like, I'm out. I yeah. don't even care about the cash. Keep the money. I'm gone. <laughs> Rachel, do you have a prediction for next week? What do you think is going to happen? I think, okay. So I think Peter's going to say no. I think the traders are going to be like, oh my God, freaking out. I think that all day long, they're going to go, I think poverty and Phaedra are going to go against each other because I don't think, I think they're going to go at like you know, save me myself kind of mode. Then I think that at the banishment, they're going to all call out poverty 
And if poverty somehow stays, she's a lot better than I thought. Par I think poverty's gone. Um, I gotta go, guys. Yeah. I gotta pick up my daughter. Um, I'm like, oh my gosh. So like, I'm hard. late, late. Okay. Well, you guys can stay on, or yeah. I can take Rachel, you in the car. Rachel, we'll wrap up real quick. Okay. You wrap up. Everybody stay tuned for our, our big announcement on Thursday. Yeah. Watch us. We're going live on Instagram. It's a huge, huge, huge announcement I'm super excited for with my new BFFFF since after sneaking the gas and since starring Traders One, Rachel. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jack. Uh, we'll be back on Friday talking we'll about episode seven. Thank you, Steph. Oh, my gosh. All right. Thanks, guys. I got to go. Bye. You're good. Rachel, talk, talk, talk up our I'll call you. Yeah, big call announcement. Call me from the hall or something. Call okay, me, yes. Call me from okay. the hall. <laughs> okay, I'll talk to you later. Bye, guys. All right, Rachel, you yeah. got you got anything else you want That's to discuss before we... If anyone wants to apply for Golden Bachelorette, I am looking for single eligible men. Um, we will find out the Golden Bachelorette soon. Um, but I would love to get some guys in before we find out who our Bachelorette is. So nominate your friends, nominate your family members, um, all that fun stuff. Very good. And you can you can be followed on Instagram. You yeah. have to throw e. that out there. Rachel E. Riley Viegas. Very good. Uh, is there any any other traders' thoughts or any any takes you came ready to share that we didn't get a chance to talk, John? No, I think I shared everything. I think poverty is not making it to the end. I think I will be surprised if Phaedra doesn't win, but um, we'll see what happens. I think it's going to be a hard. They're going to have to pick the right people to recruit. That's going to be hard. Once poverty goes. I mean, Phaedra is going to have to figure out who she can recruit and who's going to be the best for her game. We And I'll ask you this, because we talked about it earlier. How do you think Parvati played this week? No, horrible. Horrible. I think Parvati played horribly this week. She let Dan take the lead, and that was a big mistake for her because she should have stuck true to her guns, to what she knew. Um, all three of them might still be here. Dan might not have gone banished. And if he did get banished, at least they wouldn't have been able to pin all these things on uh, the uh, poverty too. And also like, I wonder if Dan would have spilled the beans on poverty and Phaedra if he didn't feel betrayed by them. So I'm thinking like at the end of the day, she is let letting Dan take the lead on that. Uh, Bertie thing was bad gameplay for her. Um, Recruiting Peter is, I mean, really bad gameplay for her. She should know better. She's played Survivor a thousand times. Like, she, I just don't even, I can't understand that at all. Yeah, I think it's a bad move because if he accepts it, he's going to win. Like, yeah. if he takes that, he's still going to, why on earth would he not take it? Like, she's think treating traders like it's a team game. Like, right. we got to get this whole group together. It's an individual game. Peter is, I don't see why if he does take it, he wouldn't continue to target Parvati. And now he's got even more power. So, yeah, I just like, I wouldn't also wouldn't think that he would ever take it. That's the biggest thing. But. Yeah. And then she, when she was accused, she looked very guilty. I don't think she defended herself well. She gassed, she tried to gaslight and be like, yeah. oh, I think you're the traitor. <laughs> I know, but she did it in a way where she was like, because I think if she would have gone that direction and said, why should I think you're not a traitor now? You're coming at me. And he would have said, 
I'm obviously not a traitor. I'm da 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 da. And she should have been like, if you think that about yourself, uh, that's how I feel. And yeah. she just didn't defend herself to the point where she she needed to keep going with it. Like if she wanted to gaslight him, she should have just kept gaslighting him. Like, but Peter, by the way, I why would I think that Bergy? Like, why would I be so dumb to go after someone that you told me had the shield? Like, um. You know, wouldn't that be like trader rule 101? Like, no, like, let's look at who else did you tell? Like, let's look at those people you told CT. Do you know this guy is so sketch? Let's talk about that. And he's in your forever faithful group. You know, like, I think she should have just like, if she was going to go that direction, she could have really gone in that direction, but she didn't. So. How are you enjoying season two compared to season one? Um, so I like season two a lot. Um, I feel like there it's really fun. Everyone makes it, the cast makes it really fun. Um, I like that they're really gaming. I like the, the diary rooms a lot or like the, you know, what are, uh, I don't know what we call those here, but the MIVs, I guess is what we're calling them or like the, you know, talk to camera times. I like those a confessionals. lot. Confessionals are great. Right. I like the confessionals a lot from season two. I feel like we're really getting, Season one, I felt like nobody really knew how to play traders, and, and in general, like we just kind of all were new to this, so we kind of had to like figure it out as we go. Whereas season two, it seems like they've gotten it figured out, and so now we're getting to experience what it is to like play the traders game and how we can see people make mistakes and see people make moves. Whereas season one, we couldn't really do that because we didn't really nobody knew how to play the traders game. We had nothing to look at. Do you think you would have fit in better on the season two cast than season one? I don't know. I think, you know, everything happens for a reason. And I think like me being on season one cast is nice. Like I had Stephanie and I had Sari and, you know, as much Amanda, as Amanda, Michael. Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm just talking about from before the cast even came out. I'm not oh, talking about right. like, because I didn't know yeah. them. But like the fact that like even Sari was a traitor, but like, I had just done snake in the grass with Sari and Stephanie and I, I had them to be my friends and to guide me through the process. I had Cody who, you know, I think if it was Dan and it was me playing with Dan, I don't think I could have, you know, got caught up on his bullshit. I don't know Dan, like I know Cody. So I think that season, I think I would have done fine with season two, but the fact that it was season one, I think I, understood how to kind of like go in with that and then yes I got to meet amazing people like you know Amanda and Michael and you know uh Andy and Shelby I mean everyone Christian like everyone was so fun um it was I think I could fit in on both casts but I do think like season one it was nice that I had Stephanie and Sari yeah, I think for certain that's true. I was just thinking that you would ha enjoy kind of how uh, people are willing to just kind of call people out in front of everybody. I think you would enjoy I do that. like that. Yes, I do like that about season two. I like that, you know, I don't like Johnny Bananas. So for me, that would have been <laughs> such a nightmare to see him. Um, I, <laughs> I don't know. I would have not ever, like, had any idea about you know, how I would get along with all the people on season two. But I think, I think it all worked out the way it was supposed to. 
Very good. So she's Rachel Riley Viegas. We appreciate her. We're big fans of Rachel her. Rachel Riley you, Viegas on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Thank That's you. Right. Yep. Now, one me. last thing, Rachel. Yeah. I've got an episode. Our next episode on this podcast is an hour-long interview that I recorded with your sister, Alyssa. Oh. What are the viewers in store for? Oh, I don't know. It's her birthday. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> A lot of elicercising, maybe. She's going to tell you about how to elicercise and do makeup and Botox and <laughs> all the fun things. I don't know. She's fun. I think it's a fun. She's always fun to have on. Yeah, she's great. You guys are awesome. And I fully support her for season three. Yay. Oh, that would be fun. All right. Well, Rachel, thanks again. And hopefully we'll talk to you again sometime soon. Absolutely. Have a good one. Thank you. All right, y'all. <laughs> that was a fun conversation. We ran a little longer uh, because we just kind of had different schedules with Rachel and Stephanie. We got them together for a while. I had a few other things I wanted to discuss with Rachel uh, to, you know, we wanted to be able to feature her. Like they said, they've got big news coming up. So make sure you guys are uh, following them on Instagram. And like I said, at the start of the show, Make sure you guys hit subscribe here to the Jack Vita show on YouTube and leave us a comment. Love to know what your questions are for Friday. We will tackle as many of those questions as we can uh, about the traders. Stephanie can answer questions from her own experience. We'll also be having more guests joining us. We'll see. There should be some guests. Well, at least one guest from this season will be on at some point, potentially more. And we'll also have some more guests from last season. So make sure you guys hit subscribe and turn on those notifications. Like I said, I think we only had like 97%. 97% of the people watching these aren't subscribed. So just hit subscribe and turn on those notifications. It'll help us out. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Leave us a review there, five-star review. If you guys like the show, uh, please write a few kind words. And then you can follow me on social media at Jack Vita Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We will be back on Wednesday for an hour-long interview with Rachel's sister, Alyssa. And then Friday, Stephanie and I will be back, and maybe we'll have a guest on. We'll be recapping the seventh episode of The Traders. Until then, I'm Jack Vita, bringing the dance to the lobsters. <laughs>